Hi, my name's Christian, and I play in a lot of bands around in San Antonio, uh, and you're listening to the Texas Music Spotlight. Welcome to the Texas Music Spotlight Podcast, supporting artists and musicians from the great state of Texas. And now, here's your host, Julie. Hi, hello, this is Jules the Human here, and welcome to the Texas Music Spotlight Podcast. We're back, I'm back, and I'm really excited. I'm excited to get this going again. We're going to be coming at you every Monday, every Monday from now on until forever. (laughs) So I'm here to stay, and yeah, how have y'all been? I haven't heard from y'all in a long time. Um doing a ton of other things, so many music stuff. So I launched, what did I launch since we last talked? I launched a website, JulesTheHuman.com. Jules, J-U-L-E-S, TheHuman.com is where you can find all my stuff, all the podcast stuff, all the other podcasts I've been on, and a ton of other stuff like that. I'm going to do symphony stuff. I'm doing more stuff with my bands, Vulcan and Dear Vibes and all that stuff. So that's enough about me. Let's get into the episode and why you're here, right? Uh Christian Barboza. He's a fantastic drummer, fantastic musician in the San Antonio area. And I am so grateful to call him my friend and bandmate because he plays with Deer Vibes, which I'm also a part of. And he's just a fantastic drummer. And I wanted to hear what he had to say, how he got into drumming and all the other bands that he's in. We talk about all the other projects. He's been in the local scene a lot longer than I have. So I just wanted to, you know, grill him, kind of figure out his brain where he's at. And, you know, he talked about his music stuff before and after he had a baby. So congratulations, congratulations to him and his baby is super cute. You can go follow him on all his Twitter accounts. We'll let you know all that stuff down there in the info for the podcast. You can go follow him on Twitter, K Kirsten, uh, all that stuff. Go follow his other bands. All that info is going to be right down there on the podcast information stuff. <laughs> Make sure to follow us if you like us, Texas Music Pod, Texas Music P-O-D on Facebook and Twitter, Texas Music Podcast on Instagram. We're going to be posting a lot more on Instagram, a lot of Instagram stories, so go follow that and go follow us on all the other stuff so you can be in the know when we release a new podcast and all that. And you need to subscribe. Go subscribe. Are you listening to this on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play? Stitcher, any other podcatcher that you have, are you listening to us there? Go subscribe, stay subscribed to us so we know and you'll know when we have a new episode out. You can leave us a review on iTunes as well. That's pretty cool. If you want to be a musician on the podcast, send us an email, texasmusicpodcast at gmail.com, and that's how you can do that. Just send us some music. If we like you, we'll get you on the show sometime. If we don't like you, I'm sorry, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what we'll do with all that, but Texas Music Podcast at gmail.com, and that's how you can do that. So let's get into the conversation. This is a long one, super good, with Christian Barboza. This is a little bit of his drum duet, Side A, from a new unreleased album with Dane Rousey. I had him on the podcast before. This is some drum stuff. We're going to get into the interview, and then one last song at the end. So I hope you enjoy.
really, I never really thought about that. <laughs> um, well, no, actually, or how how drums? Uh, <laughs> That's a better question. My mom, um, actually. Uh-huh. Um, so my mom played, uh, was in band throughout like middle school and high mm-hmm. school, and then um, I want to say, yeah, high school she was in uh, marching band. She was in drumline and everything, mm-hmm. and so. Um, and then even before that, I don't know. I remember like, oh god, uh, what was the band? Uh, we'd always listen. <laughs> I hate to say it, but like Blink One Eighty Two and Oh car. yeah, well, I mean, um, yeah. he's a uh, he's a great drummer. Yeah, Travis uh, Barker. Yeah, yeah uh, I have my things with him. Like uh, recently, he's posted <laughs> some stuff, but and I'm like, okay, really? Uh, I haven't I haven't kept up with him. Yeah, uh, um, he recently posted a video with uh, Jerome Flood. Okay, with, uh, I forget. I think he's like junior or something. But uh, he's like the guitar center drum off winner, and I followed him, saw a video. But, anyways, <laughs> um, yeah. So it was like Blink One Eighty Two. My mom was really into like The Cure, um, Depeche Mode stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my dad was super like like Motley Crue, Rob yeah. Zombie uh-huh. stuff like that. So like I'd always heard like I guess different drumming than what's more like contemporary and like modern. Yeah. And like I guess as far back then. But I guess the main reason, I don't know, I just thought drums look cool. Like, I thought yeah, that was a weird super concept. Fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's what you're doing, like, all the time whenever you're a kid. You, that's yeah. usually, like, the first thing that people say. You're like, oh, he's going to be a drummer because, yeah. like, he's always banging around or whatever. Yeah, and so. my mom would say that, like, usually, like, she would see me, like, tapping my foot, and, uh-huh. like, all the time, I guess. So, I don't know. That's not really, like, a yeah, yeah. <laughs> thing. But uh she was looking for signs. Like, yeah. he's going to be a musician. And then, yeah, not even, like, <laughs> until I got into high school did she tell me she she did play music. So it was it was kind of like, yeah, I wonder why I did choose drums. Now that I'm thinking yeah, about yeah. it. And then she was like, oh, I, I play drums. And I was just like. Really? Thanks for telling me, like, <laughs> 17 years into my yeah, life. Yeah, <laughs> right? Dang. So, so yeah, when, when was the first time that you actually, you know, played a, oh, a snare, I guess, or like a drum set or, uh, or whatever? Drum Probably, or even xylophone or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did a, a sixth grade band, I guess is when I started. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember we had to go buy that, the percussion kit. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, if, funny story, we, we bought like a, like a snare drum that came with, uh, cause I don't know, I was like, oh, I want to play snare. Like, yeah, so yeah. I'm going to bring a snare and then sure. bring it to band. And then, uh, I went to, uh, Longfellow Middle School. Oh, okay, cool. Um, and remember, like our band director was just like, "Why do you have a snare drum?" <laughs> and I was just you like, just well, bring I it. I have a snare. I have my own snare. Yeah, that's here you go. I was just yeah. like, "Well, I, I want to play snare." And yeah, was just like, "Well, you play percussion. That's not what you. You don't just play snare drum." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so we got the percussion kit. Uh, and I guess that was maybe a year into like a sixth grade band. Uh-huh. Uh, my parents saw that like, oh, he's like, I remember I was really like determined to be like first chair all the time uh-huh. and all that. Maybe I, th- I think that's just like the, like the drumming thing, like drumline, like everybody's like super, not even, uh, I think there's like a big misconception with like. Really? Yeah. Cause I don't know. <laughs> I, all I saw uh, them was as like sort of semi douchebags. Yeah. Douchebags. <laughs> like they're cocky as hell. Yeah. Like you, um, yeah. I've always thought there was like a big misconception towards that. It's like, you're not really. And I, I mean, I, I know because I've been told that before, like, uh-huh. oh, such like a cock. Well, more back then, I tried to be more, you know, not as, I guess, uh, direct with mm-hmm. what I say now. Sure. Um, and 
yeah, like big misconception as far as getting confident because of your playing and because how how much you put into your practice. Okay. Rather than like, oh, he just thinks he's good for the sake of like he's the best for ever sure for whatever. Reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they saw that I was practicing a lot. Saw that I did, like I was determined. Got my first drum set when I was like eleven, I think. Oh, okay. Oh, um, that's that's really early. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was a really. <sighs> were like, Were you doing anything else? Like, was there anything else that captured your your attention? Like um, drumming. Well, yeah. Uh, Around 10, that's when I guess I started to find, like, my musical taste. Okay. Um, but it was always music. It wasn't, like, football or, like, no, uh, uh, I mean, art. Or- I was always – I used to actually always draw, uh, okay. like, sketching and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what actually my mom thought I was gonna always going to do was be, like, some sort of, like, architect or something. Like, mm-hmm. take it as far as career-wise. Uh, but my dad finally saw I was practicing. And got uh, We were at, like, this thrift store. And yeah, it was like the yeah. cheapest drum set ever. Yeah, for sure. And the guy was just like, "Oh, I was I wanted a hundred for it, but like if you guys just take it, it's been here for forever." I'll give you. <laughs> really? He was like, "Yeah." He told my dad, "He's like fifty uh-huh. bucks, take it. Like wow. just get it out of here." Yeah. And it was a pretty decent deal. It was like a, I mean, I don't, I don't like as far as like specs and stuff. Uh-huh. It was like a cheap like pearl kit, like beginners. Yeah, yeah beginner, beginner. Yeah, super. But it came with like symbols and everything. So oh, okay. I, I hadn't had anything. So I was just like, "Oh, dope!" Like this yeah, is yeah. my kit and. I remember like trying to tune on that and like I mean go looking back at it I probably wasn't like the best tuner back then I yeah, guess of course. Like, yeah of course you have to develop your ear and for stuff sure. but uh Yeah for me it was similar I think um when was it? I think it was Christmas uh like 7th grade year or something going into 7th grade mm-hmm. and my dad thought you know oh okay he's doing it he's or yeah after seventh grade i think for like my last year of eighth grade or something <laughs> like that where i got this like straight trombone this yamaha beginner yeah super beginners <laughs> like for a hundred bucks and yeah. i was like oh my god this is like super amazing and i still have it and i still use Ooh. it sometimes but it's just like really difficult yeah. <laughs> i don't know if you still have it or your <sighs> drum set or not. i have um it was one of those things to where, like, the more, I guess, like, you start learning about your instrument. Yeah, for sure. Learning, like, oh, man, I have, like, the beginners, like, the cheapest thing yeah, in the yeah. world. Like, so I remember um played on that for, like, a good two, three years. And then uh finally he was like, okay, I guess he's serious. He wants to do something with music. And so he got me, um I mean, it wasn't that big of a step. It was, like, this brand, like, Rockwood by Horner. Ooh. Which is actually, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, like a harmonica company or something. <laughs> uh, I, remember, I think it was, like, the Sunlight series. And, like, oh, uh, uh, no. That that was my first uh, drum set. Yeah, it was the Sunlight, which I had never heard of. I, like, looked it up. Uh, yeah. At, like, I'll probably at, look it up after this yeah, to check yeah. it out. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, a no-name, uh-huh. crappy drum set. Like, not even, like, I think the wood... Uh, I I looked up like reviews on like Google and it was just like cheap wood. It's just plywood. Like it's not even like you can make this. Yeah. yeah somebody made this <laughs> and, for you. Uh, yeah. After that, that's when I got the Pearl kit. That's when I, uh, I sold that one. Uh, I think I'd gone to like a pawn shop or something. And uh-huh. then my dad was like, well, you'll use this money plus your like birthday money or whatever. Uh-huh. And that's how we'll get your new drum yeah, set. Yeah, for sure. So I kept the snare. It's like in my closet somewhere yeah. in my house. But, uh, no, yeah, that was. 11 or 12 yeah jesus christ that's that's well okay <laughs> thinking back now i don't even know how, i don't know if i should ask how old you are but uh I don't yeah um uh, just turned 23 okay cool well awesome. not just turned but like in february yeah so yeah for sure so that's and a half. <laughs> yeah that's been quite a while even me thinking back i'm like 
you know, whenever you say those big numbers, like I think I said, I've been playing trombone for like uh, over 10 years, like yeah. 13, 14. <laughs> I'm like, holy crap. Like that's, yeah, that's weird. It. Like I didn't, I, you don't think about it until like you're older and yeah, then it's just definitely. like counting all the years. You're like, you. <laughs> shit. Yeah. So, so how do you, how did you get from there into playing with these, all these different bands? You sent me a bunch of, oh, you know, God, yeah. stuff that you sent me a bunch of different bands that you've been into. Uh, we play in Deer Vibes together yeah. now and stuff like that. So what, you know, launched you into this sort of local music scene here in San Antonio or, you know, the just playing outside of a band in high school or, or you know, marching band or something? What? Yeah. Um, so actually it, it started in marching band. <laughs> um, so, uh, I had gone to, well, yeah, it's, it all started in like, uh, I did like the typical, like, I guess band nerd geek, whatever, sure. uh, quote unquote <laughs> thing, mm-hmm. uh, band all through middle school. Um, got to high school, which is actually where I met, uh, Johnny Casillas, who plays, uh, bass in, uh, Islands. Well, not right now. Uh, yeah, for sure. But, uh, he, um, at the time played, uh, guitar and he was in the, uh, drum line at John Jay, which is when I ended up moving to, um, over there, tried out for drum line. They were like, well, you know, freshmen never usually make drum line, so we're just going to put you in pit. So yeah. You do. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, great. I get to be pit. Like, yeah. For <laughs> I just sure. get to yeah, carry yeah, stuff basically yeah. all summer. <laughs> um, went to, I was in pit for a year. Um, met Johnny, uh, Steven too, actually. Flora is our trumpet player. Oh, okay. Cool. Vibes. Um, actually, there's a lot of people that, uh, at Jay, uh, I also met, um, Ethan Campa, who plays in a well, I don't know what he he's kind of like me as far Doing, as like he plays yeah. like Ghost Police. Um, uh-huh. for I forgot what I think it's like Amy Amy G Dalla. I think that's how okay. it's spelled. Um, just a bunch of he plays in a bunch of bands too, but he was kind of the one that um he started playing in live music, and I was like, oh, sorry, no, it's okay. <laughs> I was like, I guess I should um like should I, do I, I could yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. Sure, <laughs> and so uh. Me and Johnny were kind of into the same, I guess, taste. Uh, I remember he was really, um, he had, he had been in bands previously and, um, kind of told me, like, have you had, like, started bringing the question up, like, have you played live before? Mm-hmm. And, um, for me, uh, at the time I hadn't. And he was like, well, maybe we should, you know, s- start something. So we started off as this really, uh, at that time, I was getting more, in, I guess, into math rock music. And, okay. Uh, so I think um, at the time, I was listening to like Minus the Bear, yeah. um, RX Bandits, uh, The Sound of Animals Fighting. And then, like, you realize, uh, like, a lot of those bands are connected to, mm-hmm. like, uh, I was really into Circus Survive, Dance Gavin Dance. Sure. Um, you know, just started listening. I guess yeah, that's where my to... genre started to kind of like sure. widen uh-huh. as far as like playing. Um, he was really into like Red Hot Chili Peppers and stuff. Mm, mm-hmm. Um, I have a Daft Punk stuff yeah, like that. Okay. Like, really, I wouldn't think you'd play guitar from that. Yeah, like, yeah, sure. Man, Red Hot Chili Peppers, <laughs> but like, uh, Def- just, yeah. yeah, just all this random stuff. Uh-huh. And, uh, it made this really cool sound to where, uh, we were both, um, we took music theory together actually. And that's when it kind of, we were like, okay, maybe we should do something. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's actually, yeah, we had our, where we met our bass player for, uh, Tetra and Soft Watches, Rudy. Um, we like randomly just started going to school there. I remember I was yeah. walking in the hall one day. He was like, Oh, hey. And I was just like, You come <laughs> here now? And he was just like, Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, uh, brought up the thing to me. That's how, uh, that was my first band, Tetra. Okay. 
That's how that started. Uh, and you, yeah, you sent me a video, and that was super cool. I oh, was like, yeah. "Holy crap, <laughs> that's really good!" But you did look uh, a little younger. But I was like, "Oh, oh man, yeah, y'all are... probably yeah." In that video, uh, we had played at I think it's called Joey's. Okay, uh, it's like Rock oh yeah, yeah, on the strip. Uh-huh. Um, at the time, I was. 17 yeah so that's probably Jesus, like, yeah. yeah i was 17 johnny was probably 18 and so like i remember like uh i never knew like uh, like i guess venues have like their you know at the time i was so young i'd never been to one mm-hmm. and then they were just like okay well if you're underage like you can play but as soon as you're done like you're out you gotta here. go okay and so i remember like as soon as i got done like this like security guy came up to me he's like you gotta go you gotta go what the out, hell okay <laughs> I was just like okay uh but yeah uh did that for about two years um at that at the time playing like all over the place um played at Ven- uh or the 1011 uh-huh. pretty frequently yeah um from there i met mikey um and mikey had always been the type um at least at least for me i don't know he started uh, approaching me more like hey y'all sound good uh have you ever thought about playing quieter and i was just like what no drums are loud yeah like, no uh-huh. such thing as quiet like you you personally or the band together like or just uh, you as a drummer well at the t- I, I remember um at the time, like, uh, Mikey was just like the sound guy, ran door sometimes, yeah, sure. like, uh, always a sound guy running door too. And then, um, so, uh, you know, doing sound, I would ask him, he'd, uh, you know, tell us y'all did great. And like, uh, well, well, yeah, like, and it was me. I would always be like, well, if, what would you fix if you could fix anything? Yeah. Just, uh, you know, just from being in like band and everything, you're constantly taught to take like criticism. Yeah, and, for sure. Yeah. A lot of people are like, I don't like whenever they say something, or they want to say something they're like well i mean y'all were really you were really good and like they're trying to tiptoe around it and yeah. it's like me like me and you would know like no just fucking tell yeah, just like tell, tell me. me i can take it like i've heard worse I've heard, like yeah, i've heard a definitely. ton of stuff you cannot you know make me fucking mad or whatever i hate people exactly. who are just like oh, man. uh just kind of no just tell me like hey you yeah. kind of sucked on this one. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks. So <laughs> you messed yeah. up on this part. Yeah. I, I heard it. Everybody heard it. Like, yeah. just tell me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just for sure. um, so he would do kind of, uh, you would ask him for, I guess, what he would think. Yeah. And- At the time, that's when I think, uh, Dear Vibes had like just started probably. Okay. Or they just started playing live. And, um, what Mikey was really good at is like, uh, he hears like things like, I guess people don't usually hear. Okay. And he would be like, well, you should probably qu- play quieter. You can, s- and, uh, quieter and try not to do so much because at the time i was just like i just started listening going for it yeah (laughs) just started listening like tara mellows Uh and like all these like crazy like math rock drummers and i was like i can do that i want to do that and Uh then but like and then you realize oh that sounds good because like nobody's singing in that part Uh nobody's doing anything um i wasn't really playing drums to fit the music i was playing drums because i wanted like oh i want my part to sound yeah for sure and then he was kind of the person that really taught me like no drums like um who did he tell me uh he was like drums shouldn't be um an instrument like yeah you're keeping the rhythm you're keeping the time but you you don't want to outplay everybody else you don't want to just be shredding like the whole time yeah yeah um and so two years yeah two years of tetra and then um I got like this random message on Facebook from Mike and he was just like, Hey, what are you doing? And at the time I was like just <laughs> finishing up high school. I think, uh-huh. yeah, I graduated in 2012. So like he just randomly like shot me a text and was just like, Hey, what are you doing? And like he had never <laughs> messaged me before. Uh-huh. Like we had, uh, it was, he was like one of those just like point of contacts to where like, 
oh, if I need to play here, I'll talk to him. But like, yeah, I'm yeah. not really like good friends with uh-huh, him. For sure. But uh, randomly asked me, uh, yeah, I started out with, what are you doing this summer? And I was just like, <laughs> well, I mean, I, you know, I'm like 18 now. My parents yeah. are telling me I need to maybe get a job. Up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Part time job, something. He work was just at like, McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, uh, and uh, he was like, well, uh, don't do that. Come on tour with me. Uh-huh. And I'll teach you like all the music. And, and I was just like, uh, wait, what? Like, I, yeah. I mean, I had always like, you know, you start a band and you're like, eventually the dream is to, uh-huh. you know, go, go on tour, go yeah. do stuff with your music. Sure. And then, uh, but I guess it, it had, uh, at that point, I, it wasn't like something I was planning to do yet. Mm-hmm. It, I, so when he brought that up, I was kind of just like, whoa, what? Like tour? Yeah. And he was like, and to him, he was just like, oh, nothing too big. Like, it's just a two week thing. You're just going to be gone. <laughs> and uh-huh. so, uh, ended up practicing with them a lot. That was my first year vibes tour. And it was just like, I guess that's when, um, it's, it's hard for people that like, I guess to try to explain it to like people who haven't sure. been in Dear yeah, vibes. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, you know, sometimes yeah, yeah, you just show sure. up to practice. You're like, who's that guy? Like, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, but it's, it's great for the band and stuff. So like, uh, Remember, like, literally, just uh, at the time, I think I had met uh, a- Alex. Uh, God, I can't remember his last name. Mm-hmm. Um, but Alex was playing bass. He, I think, he played bass for uh, Jonavan for quite okay. a while. And um, what what year around is this? Uh, you said twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I'd met Devin. I'd met. Uh, yeah, just <laughs> actually, Devin messaged me last night because oh, I posted nice. something. On my Instagram, like I was listening to what are they called? Look Mexico, and I was listening oh. to, um, nice, yeah. Who else? I was listening to somebody else. The old drummer of Beer Vibes actually plays in Look Mexico. Yeah, and then that's yeah. what he messaged me. He oh, was like, really? "We used to, we used to play, or we played with them before, or whatever." Oh, and then this other band, uh, the world is a beautiful place. Yeah, um, he was like, "Yeah, Beer Vibes played with them one time." I was like, <laughs> "Whoa, crazy!" So yeah, yeah. He, he messaged me yesterday. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." I was like, "Hell yeah!" I didn't even know that. That's super. Yeah, awesome. he was really one of the first people like to, I guess, befriend me. Mikey uh-huh. was more of just like. You're doing this for a favor, and then yeah. like, and then we're our regular drummers coming back. Sure. And I was just like, okay, like no biggie, like that was fine with me. Mm-hmm. Um, you got this opportunity, yeah. <laughs> so why yeah, not? Why yeah. not? Yeah, uh, just fresh out of high school, I get to go on tour now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had I'd been saving up like a bunch of money, so I was like, cool, I get to go, you know, play music for two weeks and not care about anything. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, at that time, no bills to pay, no not anything. Mm-hmm. So probably the perfect time to yeah, do that. Literally then. The perf- yeah. So, <laughs> and that's real. Uh, I remember when I told my parents, um, they were kind of surprised too, but they were like, Hey, if there's any time to do it, like go right now. Yeah, for um, sure. What would there be anything you would tell to somebody that, or a, a band that hasn't gone on tour that you didn't know about some, some mishaps uh, that have happened so far? I mean, you've been on tour now for, uh, you've gone a few times, I'm sure. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> is there any, like, I don't know, any tips? On oh, what to man. do because I did uh, my first one and oh, yeah, it that's was right, pretty yeah. interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's always. Um, I think yeah. the first one you're going to remember the most. Out yeah, of all. for sure. <laughs> it was super fun, but I'm usually like a, a, a quiet person, so it was yeah. interesting trying to uh, talk to nine or ten guys all yeah. the time. Being around nine that's or right, ten yeah, guys have a, a long bunch time. Of people too. Yeah, um, so it's kind of, it's a lot like your vibe. So what what oh, man. sort of thing um, would you tell anybody? Pack enough clothes, but don't pack a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I would say, I guess my big thing, like my first time I'd pack like three pairs of jeans, like five pairs of shirts. Yeah. And, but like literally just going, uh, we, uh, I think our first one, we did a Texas tour for three weeks. Okay. Or two weeks. Um, uh-huh. we had done, uh, Texas, like, I mean, 
for uh, if you're listening, you don't live in Texas. It's a uh, you can literally drive like 14 hours and still be in Texas yeah, from yeah. like one point to another. Um, yeah, we did a couple of stops, but yeah, pack light. Um, be courteous to other people. Other people on <laughs> as the- far as like your other bandmates. Okay, um, just because like you're going to be on the road with like your your like best friends like uh, for yeah. like a couple of uh, you know days, couple of weeks. So be mindful, I guess, of um, their preferences. Like, I mean, because you have some people like. <sighs> without getting too into sure. it. Sure. Yeah. No, yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, just, uh, just I guess, be mindful to your friends. Um, have fun. Don't take things too seriously. And uh, befriend people at, like, venues, because, like, those are going to be your tickets to um, – that's how you make a bunch of friends, like, uh, with bands in other cities, and then those are the venues you can play at later if you're mm-hmm. planning to go on another tour, because, uh, yeah, always be courteous to, like, your venue staff. Mm-hmm. I would think that's, like, a – you would think that's like common sense. Yeah, you would think a lot of things are common sense. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't, you know, do something with other people's, you know, instruments or, or yeah. whatever. Oh, it, man. Yeah, yeah. A lot of, oh, yeah. Don't touch people's instruments. <laughs> yeah. A lot of, a lot of oh, stuff man. we, we know as common sense, but some, uh, I guess, younger people wouldn't, or people that aren't musicians, they don't know that that's a, yeah, that's a thing. Uh, be, I had, I had this nice. guy touch my, uh, at the time, I just got a, yeah, before we went on tour, that's when I got like my first, like, I guess, not uh, i don't i really don't understand when music companies say like this is a professional level yeah thing because i i mean i think or, once you get into like your mid like what is it? it's like beginner intermediate yeah that's intermediate. what i was gonna say that yeah. there's trombones that are like beginner intermediate expert or whatever yeah, professional, professional and it's like line. like I, yeah i'm still playing the fucking hundred dollar yamaha yeah. and i and i'm you know doing whatever but like, uh, yeah. yeah i found this on craigslist yeah it's it a really like, good deal that's yeah, why i got it for sure yeah um somebody had touched your whatever oh yeah somebody had touched it was just like this random guy in this other band like i remember i had i had set up we were about to play went to the restroom came back and he was just like jamming on my kit mm, and mm-hmm. i was just like <laughs> uh hey what's your name like, yeah and he's like oh what's up like my name's blah 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 and i was just he's, like what he's still going yeah, he's still like, playing and, hey man this kid sounds really good <laughs> and i'm just like yeah thanks i tuned it like yeah <laughs> thanks it's mine uh, yeah oh my god uh yeah but yeah just be courteous to like venue staff uh mm-hmm. if they like you that i mean always remember that i mean because we've uh like dear vibes has had stuff to where somebody else is like um remembered us and then you know they have a band coming up and they're like hey you know who'd sound great with these guys mm-hmm. dear vibes or like For whatever sure. like your band uh um, so definitely just don't be a douchebag don't be a, douchebag don't be a be dick nice. <laughs> uh yeah be nice and talk to people and that's what you do i mean that's what yeah. the point of the thing is yeah you're going trying on tour. to build up your i mean it's really uh the person that got me thinking about it all from like a professional standpoint sure. is like mikey uh-huh. like you're really building your fan base you're um you're building up your i guess um contact list con- or, yeah or, basically yeah, your, your contacts your, and then just yeah. trying to you're using those later to when you want to do bigger things mm-hmm. for sure so so going from being in deer vibes and stuff oh, sure. what um, how how did you know i don't know did you stay with it the whole time up um, until because it's 2017 right now yeah i'm time stamping <laughs> it just in case um but from there you said around 2012 to 2017 did that open any doors for other bands or did you kind of just stay with yeah, dear vibes throughout um, the whole way um so dear vibes has always been cool and great in the sense that like uh and I think, uh, yeah, Mikey was on here. He's mm-hmm. talked about it to yeah. her. Like, uh, he likes to have interchangeable parts. So yeah, at the time, sure. um, 
is actually how I met uh, Dane. Okay. Uh, I had uh, – we got back from tour. I was like, okay, I guess I have to be an adult now and mm-hmm. pay bills and stuff, <laughs> get a car, all that good stuff. Um, and uh, so I kind of um, – wasn't really like a hiatus. It was more like just – I would play here and there. Mm-hmm. And then along the way, Mike was just kind of like, okay, I think I need to get someone else. That uh, that way we could start doing more things. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dane – and uh, Bobby uh, Rivas came into the picture. Uh, Bobby, I think, plays—is it sousaphone or French horn? Uh, it, it's, really? It's probably not either one of them. I can't remember what Bobby <laughs> plays. Um, yeah, it's—I didn't know that. Dang, that's yeah, pretty cool. Uh, he, I mean, he plays a bunch of stuff too. Uh-huh. He plays like—I think he had like a flugelhorn at like one point wow. too. Um, but uh, yeah, so they came into the picture. Dane started playing uh, drums and. Um, it was really cool because uh, – so, yeah, I got my, like, big boy, my first big boy job. Yeah, for sure. And uh, so it was nice to the point where, like, hey, I can't uh, play this show, text Dane. Yo, I can't do the 26th, uh, but I can do the, I don't know, the 17th. Mm-hmm. Can you do that? Yeah, that actually works perfect because I can't do that one, but yeah. I can do this one. So cool. it was kind of cool to, uh-huh. like it, – it was more – that kind of started turning into it – it was kind of like a job, like – um yeah asking for somebody to cover your shift yeah um, yeah yeah definitely so it, it was really cool that was around 2013 2014 me and dane would just come in and out come in and out and mm-hmm. that's when people were like wait when isn't there like another guy that yeah, was, yeah i was just like i just saw you guys last week yeah and then oh yeah that's our other drummer <laughs> <laughs> we have a few yeah it's and, a thing. uh so that's how uh met dane and bobby um still doing tetra um we had gone through like a few our name changed uh to soft watches and that was more like uh, a math rock, indie rock, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. Sure. More technical than anything. Um, and and what did that fulfill for you as a musician mm-hmm. or as a drummer? Was that something that you needed? Like something uh, that you needed to let out? Because I know for, for me, I mean, I really love like Deer Vibes. Like it's... It's super fun because I love to listen to that stuff myself. Yeah. Like I listen to all that sort of soft indie stuff. And <laughs> I even listen to, you know, the Dear Rabs album sometimes. Yeah. And it's just like, that's something I need in my life. And I need to play that sort of experience. But Definitely. I also need the Vulcan yeah. crazy fun <laughs> stuff, whatever. So what, um, what did that feel Very similar, feel for very you? similar. Yeah? Um, Tetra, uh, I mean, music, I, I think in general for, is, 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 uh, for like a lot of musicians is very like therapeutic. You, for that's sure. how you relieve a lot of your stress, a mm-hmm. lot of just personal things that are going on. Um, and for, for me, it was more of, okay, like I think I've kind of got like the math rock thing down. I can count in different type signatures, big yeah. whoop. <laughs> um, so let's try, you know, I'm playing not super at, at the time I started being more aware of dynamics and mm-hmm. everything. Um, so it was kind of like more of a challenge for me, I guess. Sure. And I guess that's where like that drumline mentality comes back to where <laughs> if I can do this, I could probably do this too. Uh-huh. Um, and so with Deer Vibes, it was more of, uh, it kind of got me back to, uh, like why I started music, like wanted to do drums in the first place. Uh, cause Deer Vibes always felt I'm more of like, like Buddy Rich and like I'm playing with a big band yeah, yeah. and I'm kind of like, um, not set, well, setting the tone and then driving the tempo, but more of, cause I feel in Deer Vibes, it taught me to be more musical. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, you have to be, you have like all the violas, viol, you know, your strings, yeah, your a ton of horns. Ton of people. And, uh, Deer Vibes taught me to 
play drums to accompany other instruments rather than just like, oh, I play drums and I carry the beat. Like, hmm. uh, yeah. So that got me back to, and it, it, that's what kind of pushed me back, uh, to, uh, listening to like Buddy Rich, um, mm-hmm. Gene Krupa, like a lot of the big band guys and like, yeah. well, how did they, they, they're playing in like these like eight, like, like 80, you know, <laughs> yeah. Piece. How did, how did they do it? Yeah. What is this? <laughs> and then, uh, that kind of turned me on to like the, uh, like broken social scene and like, uh, seen their drummer like i'm like uh it, it made me want to change how i was playing i guess mm-hmm. um and wa- it, it kind of like forced me to grow as just a musician and then like my musical taste too yeah um because i like i remember one of my friends had showed me broken social scene i was like oh this is cool horns and strings in a band mm-hmm. cool like whatever and then <laughs> forgetting about it i'm like i'm gonna listen to my chemical romance because that's yeah. what's cool and um fallout boy yeah for life <laughs> oh god <laughs> i think at the time i was like into like under oath oh uh, yeah like, okay uh, that one album's really good the, uh, one of their first ones. Whatever album Reinventing Your Exit is There you from, go. Yes, yeah. that album, everything else is like, huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so like, yeah, at the time I was more into literally like going from middle school listening to things like, which are, you know, great bands I still listen to. Like, uh, it's like Circus Survive, The mm-hmm. Postal Service. Uh, oh, Postal Service. Yeah, uh, that turn, then that, uh, at the time, it, it's funny because, like, I remember listening to Postal Service and being like, this is really good. Mm-hmm. And then listening, like, to Death Cab and being like, ah, I don't really like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, like, uh, things like Dance Cabin Dance. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm trying to think of, and, uh, and then to now, to like, I love Death Cab. I think I, it's, I was listening to, uh, was is it tran- transatlanticism? Yeah, is that yeah. How you pronounce yeah, it? That's um, how you say it. <laughs> and uh, I was like, man, I think it was like the first time I was really thinking, like, I might actually like this more than the Postal Service. Yeah, and uh, and then things, yeah, things like that to where, like, even like my taste now, it's like I'm not just everything has to be power chords. Yeah, and for sure. And and drumming. are you during all that all that listening? Are you paying attention to the drums? Is that like a thing? Because I know. I mean, there's whenever I listen to music mm-hmm. and stuff, there's not a lot of trombones, so I'm just like, yeah. oh, okay, cool melodies. Like, I really like the the interchange. I'm looking at it from like a musician, and I'm like, yeah, those are some cool time signatures. That's a cool sound, whatever. But as a drummer, where your instrument is primary for a lot of the music now, yeah, <laughs> are you paying att- more attention to drumming? Yeah, yeah, um, especially now. So like, um, not. <sighs> I hate the way it sounds, but like that old saying, like if you're a band's only as good as their drummer. Sure. Um, which like at the time I remember being like, like I get it, but why, like, why do people say that? And mm-hmm. then now looking back that, well, if you're like your drummer's off, your whole band's going to be off. If yeah. your drummer doesn't know how to phrase your whole, mm-hmm. you know, one part of a song is going to sound really mm-hmm. weird. And well, that's a weird transition. Why'd they do that? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, now especially when I'm um, listening to, drums my i guess my main thing is before it's it was more of this guy's doing a lot how is he doing so much and you know one part of this song that's so technical i want to do that mm-hmm. and now wow that guy's really in the pocket mm-hmm. like he hasn't he yeah he did a feel like three measures ago and it was so tasteful i didn't even notice like he did the feel yeah. like um no yeah definitely noticing uh just more like in the pocket drummers and then but still appreciating uh, the in-the-pocket drummers that can play crazy stuff and you don't even you know, yeah, realize it. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely one of the reasons why I love Dance, Gavin, Dance. I always rep them all the time. I have a <laughs> yeah. fucking Dance, Gavin, Dance tattoo. But it's just because, like, Matt, he's just 
is there when he's there and then he's just like chilling a lot of the yeah, time like and, but um, but it's still super interesting what he's doing but he's like super just on on it yeah just matt it. mingus is like w- uh, was one of the drummers that made me like um i think it was because they had done uh they had done um downtown battle mountain mm-hmm. uh first one the first one yeah, yeah. Cool. and that's when i first started listening to them and then i listened to their first stuff and i was like e- uh like musically being like wow his stuff has kind of changed from like the first album mm-hmm. He went from more of like a, I, I guess like heavy metal, mm-hmm. um, like hardcore drummer, and then like listening to like the stuff from like Happiness, and then going all the way to uh, what was the most recent one? Uh, uh, Mothership or Mothership? Yeah, yeah I, I actually just got uh, got it maybe a month or two ago. Okay, um, just now I have a baby, and it's hard to like for keep sure. Up with yeah, anything. yeah. Uh, but yeah, listening to that, and then listening to he has like. Um, one of probably the only drummers I'll like double bass with, uh-huh. just because uh, I guess like from being in like technical bands, you see what like a lot of people can do with like single pedal, and then there comes the, like the mentality of like, well, why do that with a double pedal if I can well, do that yeah, with a single pedal? Yeah. And then, uh, but yeah, probably one of the only drummers I'll accept like his uh, like his little patterns and the stuff that he does, uh, very tasteful, but still, when he needs to like play harder, he'll definitely play harder mm-hmm, for <laughs> sure. So, so what? are you doing now what are you what are you going into what are you i mean you you mentioned you had a a kid how how's that how is yeah um, i mean oh man i can't imagine (laughs) doing doing that stuff so so how's it going yeah um basically played in deer vibes for a while met bobby and uh dane um they they had uh we're playing in islands that was like uh a band that they they had came out with that that was like i remember watching them and i was like wow this is really cool it's really for me, it was kind of like nostalgic listening to it was uh when they had first started, it was more like very surf rock, very um I guess I'm trying to figure out who I could like compare it to sure islands and tigers right yeah um, um you yeah. find them online and all that oh yeah mm-hmm. um very uh very surf rock uh like garage band mm-hmm. stuff, but not it it was very Bobby has this cool way of making something like sound very melodic while being very um in your face sure uh, and then uh dane i remember listening to the first time and i was like i hate this kid because he's younger than me <laughs> and he's so good uh-huh, yeah um I mean, like i think that's literally what i told him like the first time i <laughs> uh, like we really started talking uh-huh. um yeah i remember it was just, uh, i was like man this this kid's like so young and he's so good and mm-hmm. it, it and that that stupid drumline mentality came yeah, back I, of, yeah sure like wow this guy's gonna take my job and yeah yeah like <laughs> like this guy's a freshman and he's so good yeah, yeah. sort of that high school whatever <laughs> oh man yeah and i hate that i thought about it like that uh-huh. but like I, it was it was just like man this guy's gonna take my spot eventually yeah and um that made that made me really practice and um me and Dane have this joke like we've played for like every single band in san antonio pretty much but, uh, yeah yeah that, that's what i um coming into it I guess about a year ago, over a year ago, when I came into this whole thing, yeah. local music in San Antonio, it, I found that there's a lot of, well, there's a lot of drummers, but then there's not a lot of drummers, or yeah, there's a definitely. lot of, there's a lot of them, but then there's a few good ones that always just kind of circle around in the <laughs> scene, and that's pretty cool, um, that there's, you know, a lot of, a lot of that going on. It's, yeah, you it's meet super- a lot of people, and then you're like, oh, Wait, don't you play for this band? Yeah, yeah. but I play for this band too. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. That's cool. Yeah. 
Oh man, but yeah. Um, so I didn't know that you you and Dane went back that far. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. He's uh, literally one of my best friends. Uh-huh. Um, I, I mean, not only like uh, musically, but like even like as a person. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, made me practice a lot more. I remember I got into the habit. Um, you know the Mars Volta. Yeah. Um, at that time, I got really got back into them. Like I've always loved them. But that it wasn't until then that I respected uh, Thomas Pridgen so much more because seeing uh, he's in a bunch of bands too, mm-hmm. and then um, how I guess versatile and how like his, he has so much chops, but he can also play in the pocket. Like mm-hmm. it, but it's funny because like his pocket is being in like doing like all these crazy yeah, yeah, rudiments. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so started practicing a lot more. Um, I played. Uh, when I was doing that, I started playing uh, for Televangelist for a good really? think, like six months. Yeah, I wow. played for Televangelist okay. for a little bit um, uh, with Mark Anthony, Ian, and uh, I think at the time it was um, Aaron on bass um, from Jejun Stars. I think he plays guitar mm-hmm. for them now. Um, and I think he's – yeah, he's done – oh, yeah, because, yeah, he – and then that's how – I kind of got like reintroduced again to Dane and Bobby because I think they were in a band all together. Um, the Transit Cura, I think they were called. Huh. Um, and kind of pushed me back, you know, reintroducing you to all these people. Um, did that for a while. Dear Vibes did, uh, yeah. Uh, so moving on in the timeline, that's like 2013 going into 2014. Did Televangelist for like six months. Um, that was just some hard stuff because those guys are very technical mm-hmm. and very, very professional to the point uh, to where they're uh, – it's – and I, I appreciated it so much because they're what taught, taught me to be, you know, play every song like if it's a recording. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you always want to, you know uh, – before that, I was kind of like, ah, you know, messed that fill up, kind of went off time. Yeah. But it was fine. They they were kind of what taught me like no if you mess up Philip we're gonna practice it another forty times until we're perfect mm-hmm. uh, and then that kind of brought that you know mentality back of you know I got to be better than you know the day before the you know for sure not to yeah. sound all <laughs> bandy <laughs> yeah band, band nerd um, <laughs> but uh, it was perfect because at the time Mikey was getting really serious about the Deer Vibes full length mm-hmm. um, so practiced a lot uh, we knew we we're gonna go into the studio and record the album so. I remember I locked myself up for like two weeks, just like playing the songs over uh-huh. and over and over, and like uh, I have like a notebook to where I have like like not only my parts, but um, goes back to like listening to other bands. Uh-huh. Okay, like this fill was cool when the, like the horns weren't playing, but how can I make this part to bring the horns out more? Or you know the strings are playing this part, how can I ex- accent what the strings are doing mm-hmm. and not go over them? Yeah. Um, and so I remember, yeah, I have like this notebook of, of like 20 pages of just like, okay, do this fill, but only do it here, play this part, like even down to like, okay, this song's at like 70 BPM, but yeah. I can kind of drive it. That, that's, that's really interesting. And that's, that's really interesting for people that don't play drums or, or don't <laughs> know music because you don't think that you don't think yeah. that the guy in the back banging away on the symbols and the thing else. is yeah. listening to everybody else and thinking that that much in depth oh. about how they're going to play it, how they're going to do that stuff. So that's really cool to hear that, that you did that. And, and I mean, it does show because I, when I joined Gear Vibes and started playing with you, you, yeah. you were definitely just something that I really liked about the oh, band because <laughs> it was just like, 
Oh man, he's there all the time. He's there <laughs> during the shows. He's there during practice. And it's just like, uh, just really, cause like something I learned in college is just, you have to be in, uh, the three things for trombone or three things in general. You have to be in yeah. time, be in tune and be in tone. So you're in oh, time yeah. a ton of the time or mo- all the time, pretty much. That's, and it was fantastic. Yeah. It's fantastic. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's more of like, that's good. Uh, it's kind of like just similar, like to not to draw like lines to life and music and be that guy, but <laughs> no, nobody like, does that. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like literally like the same thing with like your life. You always want to be on time. It, it teaches yeah. you like a lot of drums taught me a lot of patience. <laughs> sure. Um, especially like you hear like one drummer do something and then you're kind of like, oh, I can't do that. And then uh-huh. coming back to it like two weeks later, you're like, Oh, I can do that now. Yeah. Yeah, um, for sure. But, um, so, yeah, that, that Mikey really taught me to listen to other people and like listen, uh, I mean, being in like, you know, drumline and then being in, um, just band in general, you're taught to like, you know, listen into the band, don't play above them. You don't want to have a percussionist in the back wailing at like, yeah, yeah, forte and then everybody's yeah. piano. Um, I mean, unless the music calls for that, but you know, whatever. Um, yeah, so we did the album, we had gone to, um, sonic ranch in el paso for like two weeks maybe uh well not two weeks like 10 days but you know almost mm-hmm. two weeks um and uh i did 24 hours of drum tracks i did uh because the way mikey wanted to do it was all right we're, we'll have our general like um we'll all kind of like play the skeleton we'll record the guitars from that not the, like the end product guitars but just like to keep, keep me in time sure um and then i'll go back redo the drums you know, uh, in any recording situation as best as possible. And then, um, we'll go from there, but nobody could start until I was done. Oh, okay. So that's kind of, uh, going back to like locking myself up in the yeah. room and just practicing and practicing. Uh, yeah, I did 24 hours of drums. Uh, we did a bunch of different takes, uh, recording, uh, our sound engineer, uh, was, uh, his name's Ross Ingram. Really great guy. He kind of taught me to, you know, hey, why don't you not do that fill there? Uh, do the same fill, but don't do it as crazy as you were doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of doing, for example, like instead of playing that note uh, as uh, the fill as like a sixteenth note, just play eighth notes instead of like just that doom doom. Like, be try to be a little bit more tasteful. And then I was just kind of like, okay, he taught me a lot about uh, tuning too. Um, at, at that time, that's I. I never really paid attention to drums and a lot of people don't really know you can tune drums. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, bef- that, uh, while I locked myself into that room, there's this guy, uh, Bob Gatson, um, learned a lot of like tuning techniques from, uh, he's like a guy, uh, plays a, plays in a bunch of bands and he's like sponsored, but I watch his like tuning videos on like, okay, YouTube. Cool. And, um, that taught me a lot about tuning. And then I remember Ross telling me like, I didn't have to tune anything. Yeah. It made me feel good. Yeah. That's awesome. And, um, so yeah, we did the album. Um, this is probably, yeah, 2014 going into 2015. We had the CD release. Um, we did that at the Empire, which is like an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. Um, with a ton of people, right? Yeah. Who, who Jesus. else was on uh, that yeah. show? Yeah. So, uh, um, <clears throat> uh, before, uh, b- while getting this all together, um, that's when I had met, uh, I met Darian Thomas through Mikey. Um, all the Yosa kids, everybody, mm-hmm. um, uh, Troy Peters from Yosa, yeah. another great guy. Um, and, uh, in that time, um, this is kind of what leads me to playing like another other bands. Um, so while waiting for the album for Dear Vibes to come out, that's when Mikey was kind of like, 
well, I don't really want to play any shows. I want to really build this up as much as possible. Um, so I, I, he still wanted to play, but we couldn't play his Dear Vibes because he, hmm. he, you know, wanted to. Yeah. You know, as, as everybody, as every <clears throat> band does before, like his big CD release, you don't want to play any shows because you want sure. everybody to come. Yeah. Uh, you want everybody to come watch you play like your CD release. Mm-hmm. So he started, that's when Michael J started more. And that was a total, totally different thing to what mm-hmm. I, I was used to because here I am playing like an indie rock orchestra band, like a, technical math rock band and uh-huh. then hey you're gonna play country drums now you like drumsticks <laughs> get used to brushes yeah oh, so man. had to learn uh go back to brush technique uh which i already knew i took lessons from um this man in uh middle school who had learned i think he was like one of the last people to learn from like gene krupa wow um, so he was oh man that guy <laughs> he was like a jerk but in the best way possible uh-huh. like teaching me to hold sticks he um like the proper way oh you're not holding that stick wrong as you're playing i'm just gonna smack the sticks Jeez. out of your hand go pick them up wow. hold them right and start over yeah sort of like uh what's that movie <laughs> oh what is the, it uh the one that oh that everybody uh, knows where he's like yelling at him um yeah oh, i forgot man, the movie. uh i, I know which movie you're yeah, talking yeah. about but i can't remember uh it's like with all the, the jazz drummer yeah yeah um yeah very very much like that <laughs> um he he was one of the first people to teach me or make me be more, um, I'm not going to teach you anything about drums until you can play four mallet on marimba. Hmm. And All right. uh, so like, <laughs> I'd be like, why? Like, do I have to do this? Yeah, I, like, yeah. I, I wanted you for drum set lessons. And, yeah. Like snare drum lesson at the time I was like middle school. So. Sort of like, uh, um, Mr. Miyagi or something like, yeah, you have to very... do this. And then, that'll... and then, yeah, I'll, I'll teach you this after that. So, yeah, he made me uh, learn Flight of the Bumblebee with wow. mallet, <laughs> and like, I, like I think I still have like scars in between my hands. Like I would be bleeding. He's like, he'd be like, I'd, I'd show him like I'm bleeding, and he would just be like, "Yep, that's what happens." All right, <laughs> and um, yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. So yeah. Uh, learning later, the reason he taught me that was um, he taught uh, taught me Flight of the Bumblebee, and then he taught me this etude that had a snare accompaniment to it. Um, and then he was like, well, I was teaching you the, you know, the marimba part, because how are you going to play with the marimba if you don't know what it's playing and how, like, it, it doesn't make sense if you don't really listen to it. Mm-hmm. And so an- another person that taught me that stuff, but yeah, that guy was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to all th- uh, this. So Michael J, it was kind of like, okay, well, I have to do that all over again. Mm-hmm. I, now I have to learn brushes and, uh, you know, listen to country music, which I'm, uh, which is why like Buddy Rich is, uh, another like great, uh, person for me. Cause he was like, <laughs> he, it's like notorious for like hating country. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sure. which, which taught me, cause at the time I was like, I don't like country. Like there's just people being sad. And, like, yeah. Yeah. Their wife left them and their dog died or Talking something. About like, trucks and, and stuff. Trucks yeah. and big beers and track. Yeah. <laughs> and like, <laughs> um, so yeah, I had to learn a, uh, some brush technique and, uh, it was really weird. And then from there, finally being like, okay, if I understand the brush part, let's finally get the, I remember I didn't, I haven't played, I didn't play with sticks in Michael J for a good like year because Mikey was like, it's too loud. Like, yeah. dr- like those sticks are too loud. You wow. need to stay with the brushes. Uh-huh. And so that was like another thing that was just like, man, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, but, uh, so yeah, I did that for a while. So at the time of, um, this is like after the, uh well right before the Dear Vibe Cedar release. Um I think 
Dane had already told me he was like, yeah, um, uh, I found out he wasn't going to be in islands anymore. And, uh, I had liked islands before I was in the band. Um, just the music itself. I really liked it. I thought it was unique. Nobody else was at the time. Nobody else was doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really its own thing. And that's, uh, when I heard Dane was leaving, um, I was kind of like, man, that's a shame. Like another really good band yeah. that I think could have been something. And like, you know, uh, from, I mean, you know, from playing like you, you, oh man, I really like this band. Can't wait to play with them next time. Yeah, and yeah. then, you know, Hey, y'all were on the bill. How come y'all didn't play it? Oh, we're not together anymore. And yeah. Just like, man. Uh-huh. So, um, I had messaged Bobby and I was like, Hey, like, I don't, if I'm intruding, I, you know, sorry. Sure. Um, but, um, I really like the band. I really like the music. If I can help y'all, like if even I, um, if you don't want me as a drummer, like I'll be the intermediate drummer until you find somebody else. Yeah. Like, that's how much I like the music. Uh-huh. And Bobby, uh, I remember was kind of like blown away and he was just like, I didn't think anybody liked it that much. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and I was like, no, I really, I really like this. Uh-huh. Like it's, uh, it's really cool. Um, it was another different style I hadn't played. So sure. I was like, I've actually been practicing already. Yeah. Like I, that's how much I like the music uh-huh. I practice to it. Wow. Um, awesome. So, yeah, I mean, that's sort of how, like, I mean, I joined Deer Vibes. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I probably said it on the podcast once or twice, but, like, I just sent y'all an email. I sent yeah. Devin <laughs> an email and uh, the Deer Vibes, whatever. I saw y'all at the Carver Center for something. Y'all are playing with, <clears throat> y'all are playing with the Foreign Arm, I think, and then some other people for something, like, last January. Um Man. I don't even remember. That was, like... The first show, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was the whole thing. That was just like that was the first show that I've seen y'all. Okay, I didn't know. Cool. <clears throat> I had, like saw like stuff posted, like oh, Dear mm-hmm. Vibes is a thing. Whatever. That's when I was just getting into yeah. uh, local music, and I was like, okay, so I'll check out this band, Dear yeah. Vibes. Apparently, everybody liked it, and then I went, and I was like, holy crap, this music was like life changing for me at the oh. time. I was like, oh my god, this is like a really great experience, and I was like, holy crap. So then I found like everything on y'all i was like <laughs> okay this is cool oh they had a trombone player they didn't have a trombone player that night i was like yeah. huh what's going on with that so i was just like hey i don't know i just really like y'all stuff uh can i can i do can i do a thing with y'all and it was just like um he was just like yeah we're not doing you know we're not we don't have a trombone player right now or whatever yeah come in and then uh i think that was like one of the first times that i met mikey uh we just we were there he's like so kind of it was like that awkward like <laughs> yeah. like first date sort of thing so like what uh what kind of what music do you, like? do you like yeah what do you <laughs> what do you went to well, yeah, <laughs> yeah stuff like that and i was just like okay and then we started playing and i was like yes he's like all right cool i was like yes <laughs> yeah so mikey cool, has but... that very awkward at first but like the more you get to know him you're like <laughs> yeah <laughs> stop like, yeah. <laughs> oh man but yeah so um uh found out uh dane wasn't gonna play anymore message bobby and then um Literally went to their last show. Um, I think it was like, like K23 Gallery. Is that yeah, what it's yeah. called? Um, and like, just cause like, I don't know, as me as a fan, like going. Sure. And, um, I think like a week after that, Bobby messaged me and was like, Hey, if you want to practice, like me and you can start and then we'll start bringing everybody else in. Um, which was really cool cause me and Johnny hadn't played. So all while this is going on, I, uh, Softwatches, um, had recorded a little small EP. It's like a two track EP, but it's like a nine minute, like, yeah. <laughs> math rock, uh-huh. crazy masterpiece song cool. for Johnny. And, um, hadn't played with, uh, each other in a while. He had been playing in islands for like a good, I think, year or two. 
um kind of like two best friends going like their separate yeah, ways yeah. and then it was cool and nice we got like reunited and this time we had always been a two piece you know cuz it's really we have this joke uh with i mean me and jordan and dear vibes and then our bass player and uh soft watches where it's like we'll play something and then if it's like really like tight and spot on it's like, yeah rhythm section <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah. it was really weird from like accompanying johnny's guitar to going to we have to be tight and together mm-hmm. uh, especially if we're like uh and then that, that that was another thing going from dear vibes michael J, and then now I'm in a punk rock band. Playing. Yeah. Well, at the uh, at the time, transitioning from like surf rock and all that stuff into like more of a punk rock band, and um, having to like build. It's like it always made me go back to practicing because I was like, oh man, like I haven't played fast in forever. Like, <laughs> yeah, something new always came, and then it's like, oh shit, I have to relearn this. Yes, or I have to do was, this again. Uh, yeah, but yeah, so did that for a while. Um, that's like. 2015 mm-hmm. uh and then you know 2015 2016 uh islands oh yeah so that goes that that's happening uh while before the dear vibe cd release we do the cd release while we're preparing for that cd release i'm sure you remember all that mm-hmm. um while we were doing that we were recording the islands full length um and then so that's why like a lot of practices i couldn't make or like yeah, i would yeah. come to one but not the uh-huh. other but i would be sure the ones i did go to okay make all these notes about what yeah. we're doing um so like literally two weeks after we did the dear vibe cd release we did the islands full length yeah um did that and then um that was probably like yeah 2015 um i think my all while that's happening uh sorry let's go back <laughs> i know it's kind of <laughs> um my da- uh, daughter was born september 4th 2015 Jeez, so um, all that was going on sort yeah, of around so the like, same time yeah literally my yeah. daughter's like six months old i'm trying to that that taught me a lot of like time management uh because before sure. i mean you're the drummer you always my thing is like get there before all the bands set sure. up before everybody gets uh-huh. there but uh yeah she uh daughter my baby uh taught me to really if I want to do all of this, I'm really going to have to manage my time mm-hmm. and learn to be on time, you know, do all this at the finish at this time, go here to the next mm-hmm. step and, you know, all that. But uh, so, yeah, uh, my daughter is probably like six months old while all that's happening. Um, so I guess fast forward, I guess, yeah, fast forward, we're like 2016, me and Dane have been uh, uh, sh- shredding a lot, yeah, that's what yeah. we call it, uh-huh. um, which is, uh, I guess, for people that don't know. Um, a lot, a lot of times, you know, you, as a drummer, I mean, you can only practice so much and mm-hmm. learn so much by yourself. Um, I mean, and then, you know, just like you, you only know certain drummers because of your musical taste and sure. like what you've been through. Um, so it's cool to get somebody else's take on it and then they introduce you to more stuff that mm-hmm. you've never heard. So with, uh, Dane showed me a lot of more into like the avant garde sides okay. type of things yeah. to where, why is that guy scraping a stick on a cymbal? That sounds weird. <laughs> yeah, like, why yeah. is he doing that? Uh-huh. And, um, uh, yeah, all, all while that's going on, we're like in the background teaching each other stuff. Like, what have you been working on? Oh, I've been doing this like five stroke roll on top of mm-hmm. this like bossa nova groove and it's really pissing me off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what's making you mad? Oh, I've been doing this. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dane's great in the fact that he, um, Dane is always practicing <clears throat> all the time. Yeah. Um, and I, I get it because, uh, he, uh, Dane's like living off of music is, uh, Dane's way of living now. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, but 
so that's going on in the background, uh, playing in Islands, Dear Vibes, Michael J. Um, and then Soft Watches uh, tried to do a comeback. Uh, we had we had done these two house show things that went pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I, I met um, uh, Jacob from Porridge Fist and Ants. Oh, okay, cool. Um, and then that's how uh, I knew Sam uh, through Kelsey, who plays guitar um, in Islands. Um, and then uh, so while all this is happening, Johnny's like secretly getting ready to go like into the army. Oh shit! And um, so right. <laughs> yeah, Johnny leaves for the army, and we're like, man, so like Islands doesn't have a bass player anymore. Uh-huh. So, uh, <clears throat> Sam from, um, Ants is now playing, uh, bass for us. Okay. And, um, it was really cool because it's kind of like, it goes back to like, you know, and all these people and then you're just like, oh, that's weird. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that kind of brings us up to the present. And, uh, Dan and I had been pra- uh, practicing together and, you know, talking and thought to each other, uh, uh, Dan's really into like all the avant garde stuff, all the, more noise yeah uh, yeah when when you say practicing together what do you mean i i know what you mean but like what, oh, okay yeah why so, don't you explain um, what y'all do sure so drum sheds are usually um basically trading bars mm-hmm. um and the, what that is is so you start with uh just i don't know the basic rhythm so you have your four count uh and then i don't know mm-hmm. and then okay you go one two three Four, and then while the other person's, you know, soloing really is what it is. Um, maybe, you know, you, uh, everybody does it differently. Sure. Uh, me and Dane will usually do eight bars of solo while the other one's keeping your check of, you know, the, uh, just the regular beat. Um, and then as soon as you're done, you're going in one, two, three, four. And then as soon as you go back to one, the other person starts. Okay. Um, and, uh, doesn't sound like much, but when you're doing it, you're listening to the other person, what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and what that teaches you is it's, you know, goes back to like listening in. And so after, uh, usually after we're done, Hey, what was that thing you did? It kind of sounded like this, but I know you like your sticking was different. Yeah. And so, um, oh, I'm actually doing this. Oh, was that a triplet? Oh, actually, no, that was uh, this. It's in four, but, um, uh, you know, this thing is in four, but I'm making it seem like it's in six yeah. eight or something. Uh-huh. Um, so you, uh, it's, it's a really good way to learn from somebody else. It, it's, I'm trying to figure out how to explain it. Mm-hmm. You're, you're learning how to do something they've been practicing without, sure. without you actually practicing it. Yeah. Just by audibly hearing it. And, uh, yeah. And then asking and how seeing do them do how, how they do it. Yeah. I don't know if, you know, Horn players do that. Just like, I mean, they do it in mm-hmm. solos. Uh, you see that like in jazz bands, whenever, uh, they have multiple horns or, or multiple solos one after another, one of the soloists like kind of copies like what the other person does, but <laughs> yeah. then they do like, like another thing. Yeah. Thing. And it's like, Oh, that's, that's interesting. But like, I, I've never seen that done in a practice session with, you know, <laughs> something that's, quote unquote melodic with notes. Um I'm sure it's easier to do that with drums and that that's pretty that's pretty interesting, really cool. Yeah, um I'll do that. Really <clears throat> ta- taught me a lot. Um and then even going like further than that, like, hey, I like the way you tune your tom. Like what yeah. do you do? <laughs> and so like that's a, another thing that I've been really into lately is just like um there's this uh I call it like my Bible. Mm-hmm. Um it's this uh it's this guy who's put together this um website in like a pdf format uh-huh. 
And it's his like lifetime notes of drums. Wow. The type of wood, the type of hoops you're using, uh-huh. um, the type of uh, sticks you use, how to get certain sounds. Um, and it really, uh, uh, I sent it to Dane and Dane like responded really happily. It was uh-huh. really funny. Yeah. And both just like, wow, this is crazy. Like, um, like we both knew like most of it, but this guy kind of confirmed. Um, you know, uh, when you're tuning drums, like, I don't know, for example, like the rezzo head is more for, um, your tone and then, um, your, uh, batter head is more for feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then going in further, like, oh, you can, uh, turn your tuning lugs in fourth intervals and that'll get you this sort of pitch. And if you want to get this sound on your drums, use this type of head, this coating, mm-hmm. um, things like that. But so, yeah, going back more towards the present, Dan, uh, and I started talking and we were just kind of like, why don't we do like some a weird drum duo type of yeah, thing? Uh-huh. Like nobody, as far as we know, in San Antonio, let alone Texas, is doing that. So we would kind of be the first two to do that. Which you know, how often is it that you get to be like the first person in music to kind of yeah. like do something? Uh-huh. Um, so that idea was really cool to the both of us, and you know, being as close as we were, it was really easy to just be like. Um, and it's not, it wasn't the same as far as like how usual albums go to where, okay, drums first and we're laying down the bass and we're doing <laughs> yeah, this. Uh-huh. It was, we're both playing at the same time. Um, and the, the way we did it, um, Dane's idea was it's supposed to kind of, uh, give this like personification to like construction and deconstruction. Mm-hmm. The, the way it goes, there's a side A and a side B. Mm-hmm. And the way we did it, uh, we would put our phones on uh, a stopwatch on our phones and, uh, we would have, okay, for 15 minutes, do nothing but ma- make some noises on your set without hitting the drum shells. Like literally what I had, um, I had like a rim from a drum. And then if, I don't know if you've ever taken a rim off and then mm-hmm. just hit the rim by itself, no. it, it gives this weird, Again, going back to like Dane showing me all these like avant garde stuff. Yeah, sure. It's this really weird, like pitchy, like almost cowbellish, but the cowbell is made to sound the way it is. Uh-huh. This it, it gives more of like this metallicy tone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you like hold it and hit it at the same time, you get this weird kind of like wow, 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 wow. And uh-huh. then like the depending on how hold you, how tight you hold it, and then how you let go, you can make these really weird noises. And then noises that a microphone can pick up that your ears can't hear unless you know you turn um like the gain up or something on uh-huh. the mic and then you're kind of like i've never heard that before That's yeah, weird. yeah yeah so the way we did it was fef- 15 minutes of just noise like make some weird noises with all your drums so like scraping the cymbals with the stick um doing uh dane has this really cool idea to where he gets like uh like kitchen glasses uh-huh. and um like just kitchen stuff basically like <laughs> he uh, just went into a kitchen and it's like, li- literally he has like his coffee cup um a a bowl and uh for like cereal like a cereal yeah, yeah. bowl and like uh metal a uh, metal uh i think uh just like a bunch of stuff like that and he's just like uh hitting on the hitting on them and making really cool noises and kind of uh pushed me onto that um so 15 minutes did that and then the next 15 minutes transition from noise slowly into drum set okay instead of just hitting this hit the kick i had I've, I've i learned this really cool thing from this uh really phenomenal drummer benny greb mm-hmm. um or he puts old uh dr- or just drum heads on uh that aren't being used on top of drums 
And uh, what we found out is it's, it sounds it sounds like a muffled kit, um, but under a microphone, mm-hmm. it sounds like an 808 kit, wow. like, like from a drum machine. Yeah, yeah. So there's this segment in uh, side A to where it's, it literally sounds like um, I'm using a drum machine, but it's, but a, it's, it's an acoustic yeah, kit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, it's really cool. Dane had the idea to – his drum sets pan to the left uh, spe- uh headphone and then mine's pan to the right uh well not headphone but spectrum cool, cool. but if you're yeah, listening yeah. to it. um so it's uh yeah that's come uh don't really have a release date for it it just got mixed and uh mastered and uh that's probably the most recent thing cool so I've so done. all of that <laughs> you know going into from where you started i guess like dear vibes and all that stuff going into now what what you're doing with dane and and where are you going next? What do you think is going to be the next sure. thing? Um, uh, or what do you want or some goals or anything like that? Yeah, um, me for right now, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm currently teaching my daughter how to play drum set. Okay, cool. Uh, she's, yeah, about, awesome. she's about to turn two, but, um, um, she, she has some really good techniques so far, surprisingly. <laughs> and, uh, you know, for a two year old, yeah, yeah. um, I got her her own little drum set. So I, for right now, I'm trying to teach her. Uh, just the basics, but, uh, as far as like music wise, um, Islands is writing new stuff. Dear Vibes is writing new mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so right now it's really, uh, really not only like looking, as far as looking towards the future, we're like writing the stuff for the future mm-hmm. right now. Sure. Um, and taking a different direction. So like I know, um, I mean, you've heard the new Dear Vibes stuff. It's mm-hmm. not, it's the same as the old stuff, but there's definitely like this new thing Mikey's putting into it. I sure. don't know what it is, but it's different. Especially me, like I'm not using drumsticks in like half of the songs mm-hmm. and just brushes the whole time. Um, Islands is kind of taking this, uh, step to going from like a punk rock garage surf rock band. And now, uh, Bobby had sent me some of these new, uh, like, uh, demos and it kind of sounds like, um, really like funky, like in a yeah. weird way. Uh, <laughs> Still, like, we still have, like, the good, like, you know, like, surf rock, do gaga, like, you know, rhythms like that, and then just guitar stuff, but a lot of the new stuff, he, uh, I mean, you can, all the bands you can tell are growing, like, not only as, like, members themselves, but, like, you can hear the music changing to, um, what everybody's tastes have been lately, so mm-hmm. it's, uh, that's gonna be different, and then me, at a personal level, I mean, I'm just working on a bunch of <laughs> trying to still get better, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, there's there's always like yeah, room to to grow and improve, grow and be better, and and you've definitely done that. And <clears throat> everything you've said, you know, you're just joining all these different groups and then being around these different kind of musicians. Uh, definitely have made you grow, and and it shows because you are a, a phenomenal uh, drummer that I've had the pleasure of playing with. So, um, is there anything else? Where can they find you online and all oh, that sure. stuff? Um, um, if they want to follow you, I'll put links to all the bands, but where are they? Sure. Um, I mean, I don't, uh, right now I'm not doing anything like, uh, by myself, but if you want to hit me up on that, uh, Instagram and Twitter, <laughs> uh, see all the hijinks and stuff I get sure. into. Um, uh, usually all my stuff is just my, uh, f- uh, first name with an extra K cause I'm cool. not that original, um, or creative. Uh, so it's just, uh, uh, K Kirsten at, uh, G, uh, at gmail.com. That's my email if you want to contact me. 
Um, and then all my, all my like usernames for everything, um, is just like Kate Kirsten. Cool. <laughs> cool. Everything. Yeah. And you should definitely follow him because his baby <laughs> is super cute. Oh, thank you. And you should go check it out. All right. That's our show. Thank you for listening. Thanks for watching. Thank you for subscribing. Remember to go follow Kirsten at K Kirsten on Instagram and Twitter and all that. Go follow his bands. All of that info, all of that info, all of his ads and all of that stuff will be in the description of this podcast. So go check it out. Go down there. Go look at all the different bands he's in and all that cool stuff. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for subscribing and thank you for coming back with us. And being here for the long haul every episode new episodes monday every monday from now on we're doing it we're back and it's gonna be great so we're gonna leave you off with a song right here dear vibes one of his bands christian barboza dear vibes drummer for dear vibes drum for all that you just heard it you already know we're gonna play a song off the newest album the nature of and it's on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, wherever you listen to, it's on there. Go check it out. And this is going to be Bet Me by Dear Vibes. Thanks, guys. I've been Jules the Human. If you want to go follow me, follow me on all the things. Jules, J-U-L-E-S, thehuman.com. And it has all my social links, all that stuff. I'm on everything. Got a brand new vlog channel as well. And yeah, go check it out right now. Dear Vibes, Bet Me. Thank you, guys. Have a good night.
Spotlight.com to find out how you can be a part of the live recordings. Until next time, 
please continue to support local artists and music in your hometown. Yeah.